0: A good Arab Shabbos, dear friends. We are just beginning to come out of the dark period. The veil of Tishabav is being lifted. And especially it's going to happen this Shabbos, which is Tuba'av, the Mishnah and the end of Tainas, says about Tuba'av that there were no days as celebratory, as Yomim Tovim. Days that are good, like Tu and Yom Kippurim. Now, of course, Yom Kippurim, we understand why it's such a wonderful day. It's a day that the Kallah shall get atonement for their averus, especially during the base of Migdash, with the avodah of the coin gadol, avodah of the Yom Kippurim. <laughs> but what about Tu so, the discusses it. It brings a number of different reasons, a number of different events that happened on Tuba'av that make such a joyous occasion. Um, the girls that received an inheritance from their father used to be n- not able to marry people outside of their own tribe so that the inheritance shouldn't move over to other tribes. Uh, this was... Thought to be for all generations, learned from the parsha of B'nof Slavkhad, uh, but an Tubaav the Hachamim darshan that this is only applies to back then, in the times of of the Dor Ha the the generation that came into Eretz Israel, but uh, not. For future generations of so the girls were able to marry um, Hassanim from other, other tribes. And uh, as well, the infamous incident with the Shevet Binyamin, where they did really terrible things and uh, brought upon themselves a, a terrible wrath from the other tribes, ultimately leading in almost an entire annihilation of Shevet Binyamin, and one of the tribes of the Jewish people... <laughs> And um, the Gimorrah says, the Gemorrah, the beginning of Gittin, that Hashem to this day is still dealing with that Parsha, trying to reconcile and solve it and fix all the terrible kilkulim that happened in that. It was literally a civil war that the that the Jewish people fought. It was a terrible, terrible thing. Um, the Mefarshim explained that the 12 tribes, the 12 Shvatim, are instrumental to the, wor- to the world, 12 Shvatim are like the 12 pillars that the world stands on. Um, the, we've spoken about number 12 many times before, of course. The, those are the 12 lines that make up a three-dimensional cube. We live in a three-dimensional world, which is represented by a three-dimensional cube. So the 12 tribes really represents all the different facets of a three-dimensional reality. And so the fortune point out that to a certain extent, if Shevet Binyam were to be destroyed, Khasr Shalom, the entire world couldn't couldn't continue. So, what happened is a famous, infamous, like I said, story over there, that there were 600 young Binyamin men left, from the entire Shevet, that's all there was, just 600 men. And the rest of Khasr had taken an oath, Not to give their daughters to them in marriage because of all because of everything that had transpired, and so there was not going to be any continuity for Binyamin. So they solved part of that problem for 400 of them. They managed to get won't go into it now, but you can see in in the very end of Shoftum over there. Um, But for the remaining 200. There didn't seem to be an Eitzah, so again, the Chachamim uh, came and darshan that uh, that, they, that the oath that the people had taken was just that they wouldn't give their own daughters, but that in future generations it would be okay. But still, we needed for something for now to solve the problem right now. So they said, they said, uh, okay, they'll have to just. We won't give them to them, but if they grab for themselves, they sort of kidnap kidnap for themselves some wives. We won't hold them accountable for it. And so that's the Pasuk, where it says, uh, where, where the Jewish people said to these uh, young Benjaminites, uh, there's a, Hinei, Hagla Hashem, behold, there's a festival to Hashem in Shiloh. Shilo is the place where the Mishkan stood uh, at the time. There's the equivalent of the, of the base of Mikdash. Um, Yomim, Yamima. Uh, 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 in, in, the, in the appointed times and in the days of days, Means in, in in the regular times there's there's a Hagla Hashem, and uh, when the girls go out to dance, bumaholos in, in in circles, um, then uh, the, then you go and you, and you, and you grab yourself uh, and, you, and you get yourself wives from there. That's and that happened as well on Tuva That I mean, the the the, the So Rav Tzodok Hakoymi Lublin asks the obvious question, the penetrating question. Good, the Gemara brings these reasons and other reasons, a few more reasons for why it was such a wonderful day. But how can it be that one of the best days in the entire year should be a day that seems to have no mention in the Meaning, It was a coincidence, it happens to be that uh, on this day... The this good thing happened on this day. That good thing happened, and the and those that were murdered in Betar were allowed to be reburied. That's another thing that's mentioned in the Gemara. Lots of good things happened on that day. But is there no source from the from the Chumash, from the word of Hashem, that this should be a good day? Uh, how, wh- where is the source? Where is this coming from? So if Tzodek brings. Kama Bakama proves that Tuba'av really was the conclusion of a seven day long festival which began on Tisha B'av. That during the time of Baish Rishon, they used to have a seven day celebration from Tishabav the ninth of Av until Tuba'av the 15th of Av. And why were they having this celebration? Because we know that when the Maraglim came back and said Diba ala Aretz, they spoke negatively about Eretz soil and Klaustral raised their voices and wept about their terrible fate of having to go into Eretz soil. So at that time it was decreed upon them, that they will not get to go into Eretz soil, and rather, they will die in the Midbar. And it was on the 9th of Av, that the door, that generation, the Doradea, the generation that stood at Harsinai, and then sinned with the Muraglum, sinned with the Golden Calf, with the Muraglum that they stopped dying in the fortieth year and the last of the of that generation, passed away and this decree was lifted. Now seemingly one would say, okay, the decree was lifted, not that it's a negative decree that was lifted, it's just the negative decree was carried out they they actually um, all died what's positive about that It would be positive if there was some sort of a, a mercy and atonement that, that, that hashem took away a negative decree but if if just they all ended up dying by now so why is that so happy so the truth is that the the Gon, in the in the Grona, Shulchan Aruch, uh, talking about Lagba Omer, says that Lagba Omer is a happy day. Why? Because the Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva stopped dying. And that is like what happened on Av, that the that the generation that was meant to die in the desert finished dying. And so that connection between those two concepts obviously points out the, the difficulty that we've discussed in the past, the kasha. What's so great about Lag Baomer? Same kasha that we just asked over here with uh, Tisha B'av and Tuba'av, which we'll discuss what the difference between Tishabav and Tuba'av in a minute. But the, that happened, the end of the dying of the door, Hadea, and uh, the idea, the same thing happening on Lag Ba Omer, that the Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva finished dying. And the pre and others ask, why is that so, such a wonderful day, uh, Lag Ba Omer? You know the, the, why they finished dying? Because they all died. There was none of them left. So what's so happy about that? So the pre says, it must be that what we mean is, that the future Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva, meaning the Raboseinu the, Adorum, the five Talmudim that Rabbi Akiva took on after them, which uh, were the Talmudim that established the Torah in the world, like we have discussed, um, that they didn't die. And the obvious question on that is, why in the world would we expect for them to die? They were not involved with what happened with the twelve thousand pairs of of Rabbi Akiva, that they had a uh Lonogu covered they had Tsarain. We've discussed this. And uh, the explanation being that at the end of the day it was all Torah Rabbi Akiva. And when the decree was decreed, the decree wasn't decreed against this person or against that person. It was decreed against the Torah shall Rabbi Akiva. It was decreed that that the Torah of Rabbi Akiva is not fit to be in the world, to come into the world. Uh, It it didn't work out with this Talmudim, like we've discussed back on Laqba Omer. And so now, the Rachamim was, the Divine Mercy was that, to limit that, only for that generation, but to allow the new Talmudim to, yes, carry out the Torah of Rabbi Akiva into the world. And so then, according to that, the same thing would be true over here that initially Hashem had decreed against the entire Jewish people, and He said, I'm going to annihilate them all, and they're not going to get Eretz Israel whatsoever. And then, Hashem allowed for that generation to die out in the desert, thanks to the Tfilus of Moshe Rabbeinu, and uh, once that happened, then the next generation could come into Eretz Israel. And so, when they, when they saw that this was possible, they saw that they came into Eretz Yisrael, and there was Zohar to be in Eretz Israel. So they they established a holiday, because it's the opposite of the of the decree that should have taken place on Tishabav, And it was a seven-day holiday, but until, being there on Tishabav was the day that the last of them stopped dying. Seven days later, that's the seven days of Avelus, which, by the way, is learned out from the same psukim, of, I will switch around, I will transform your celebrations to Oval, so just like the celebration, this celebration was a seven-day celebration, so to Avelus is a seven-day Avelus, so once they would reach the end of that, which would, so to speak, symbolize, the, we know that by Avelus on the seventh day already, even Mixus yom Kukulo, a part of the day is like, considered like the entire day, and so already on the seventh day, people are able to stand up from their Avelus. So too, the, the Dora Dea finished dying on Tisha B'Av, and so a week after that, on the seventh day, Mixus yom Kukulo, on Tuba'av, the Jewish people were able to stand up from their Avelus over their, previous generation and to uh, prepare themselves for the, for the next generation, for the, for, the, for the next stage. And that's, by the way, when Hashem finally spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu again, uh, all those years while they were in the desert, Hashem didn't speak to Moshe Rabbeinu because, the, so to speak, the entire classroom were in, you know, excommunicated, were Nidu Hashem was upset with them, once that generation stopped dying, and they finished the Avelus over that previous generation, then Hashem spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu again, and instructed them to go into Eretz Israel. So, it was a tremendously happy day. And so the entire time of uh, the Mishkan standing in Shiloh, and the uh, Baisretian, this was, a, this was a, a, a joyous occasion. And that's what the, the Novi warns, and he says... I'm gonna I'm gonna be mahavich vehafachti hagechem Oval. I'm gonna switch around, the flip around your celebration to be uh, days of mourning, which is uh, a warning about Tisha B'av and the subsequent days of, of festival. Um, but of course, that the Castle didn't listen, but to a certain extent, Tuba'av carries in it the potential, the power to come out of the Avelus, of the passing away, the Doradea passing away, finishing to pass away, Antisha Ba'av, and then there was the days of Avelus, and then finally standing up from the Avelus, coming out from the Avelus. And uh, coming back to celebration, if we look at the various events that happen on Tuba'av, we see that very much. We see that there was a period of constriction followed by a period of expansion, of, of, of relaxation, of, of opening, of coming out into, into a, a, a good situation. So the young girl that couldn't get married to only to a uh, certain very narrow pool of people, to people from their own tribe, so now they could get married, and says the, the, the Gemara says it was very difficult for them, so um, now on Tuba'av they could, the Benjaminites, that there had been this terrible situation with the Pelagish Begivo, and uh, the war that ensued, and all the terrible things, and then on Tuba'av they were able to come back into Klausel, well, take wives for themselves, and start rebuilding, start building their lives again, rebuilding the Shevet, rebuilding the, which, which uh, you know, not too far, not too long after that, is Shaul HaMelech, from the little tiny Shevet Binyamin, was coronated to be king. The Shevet Binyamin, the one that had been almost entirely exterminated, the first Melech Yisrael was Shaul Unbelievable. This just shows the ability to be mahafech. This day has the ability to, uh, of course, just like negatively, hafakti hagechem le so too has the ability that the oval will be le and uh, to be a hagla shem like. Um, like is described in, in Shoftim over there with the dancing that the girls would go out to dance, is described as being a Hagla Hashem, a celebration to Hashem. And uh, Be'ez HaShem, we too, will be Zohar to see Yerushalayim rebuilt, Klausel coming back to Eretz Royal, to Akotosh Boruchu, to Torah, Mitzvahs, to Tzitkus, and to closeness to Hashem, to Avodos Hashem, and uh, the these days that were available will be Neshafech Lechag Lehashem and Bezashem we should be Zohar to see the binyan Beis Amigdash Bim Rav Emeinu. A good Shabbos.